Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. Hey, everybody, you're back where it's at, and it's time to chat. I'm here to bring you the start of us doing our part to bring you the latest in trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and more. Thanks for tuning in to the 170th edition of the show you shouldn't be missing. This is Tanisha Baker, and you're listening to Talking With T, the show with the flow that keeps you in the know. It's the first show of September, and September is recognized for several month-long observations. It's Baby Safety Month, the beginning of Hispanic Heritage Month, National Self-Improvement Month, National Suicide Prevention Month, National Classic Music Month, and a few more. The birthstone of this month is the Sapphire, and we celebrate the birthdays of Virgos and Libras. It's September 3rd, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, NBA star Damon Stoudemire and actor Charlie Sheen. It's on this date in history in 1838 that it's believed that Frederick Douglass escaped slavery. It is also the date in 1990 Jonathan A. Rogers is named president of CBS's television stations division, which made him the highest ranking African-American in network television. He later became the president of the Discovery Networks before moving on to his current position as president of TV One. Today on the national calendar is celebrated as Labor Day. This holiday is always celebrated on the first Monday of September. Labor Day was created by the labor movement in honor of the social and economic achievements of American workers. It is a yearly national tribute to the contributions workers have made to the strength, prosperity, and well-being of our country. Many people are granted today off work, and if you are fortunate to have this day off, enjoy your break. I find it a little ironic that we celebrate having jobs by taking off work, but hey, any day is a good day for a vacation. Since it's the first show of September, it's time to introduce a new theme. The theme this month is Schools in Session. We're going to highlight some serious facts and some funny aspects of education as we highlight things that go on in the schoolhouse. In addition to the Crazy Chronicles, we'll add the Classroom Chronicles. So let me school you on a little data. Every year, over a million students drop out of school. That's about 7,000 students a day giving up on their education. Research shows that students who drop out of high school are eight times more likely to go to prison, more likely to need government assistance, less likely to vote, and find the most difficulty in finding employment. They are also likely to live in poverty and are not eligible for 90% of new jobs. It is not like it used to be. The demands of the job market are ever-changing and require more skilled employees. We know that college isn't for everyone, as there are multiple pathways after high school. But a high school education is critical for any future plans for success. Do all you can to encourage and influence young people to complete high school and use their diploma as a ticket to the next level of learning. Whether it be a four-year college, two-year college, technical program, trade school, or military. High school dropouts limit their possibilities and hinder their chances at a quality, productive life. For today's happy highlights, I want to share the journey of F.A. Obadah. 
He made the cut to be a defensive end for the Carolina Panthers. Obadiah was born in Nigeria and then moved to the Netherlands. He, along with his sister, were trafficked to England, and at the age of 10, in London, he was abandoned on the streets before eventually finding his way to the game of football after being involved with a gang. Obadiah has survived and persisted despite tragic circumstances. He says it still hasn't set in and that he is so grateful. He also said that he was so happy because he worked very hard just to feel like this. I'm delighted to share this happy highlight to encourage people to keep on keeping on. Your breakthrough may be on the way. I'm excited today to bring you a very special guest, Miss Nicole Banks Long out of Knoxville, Tennessee. She's rising in the music industry after years of dedication and honing her talent. Let's check out my interview with Miss Nicole. Well, all right, listeners, I am truly excited today and blessed to have with us a longtime friend that I respect and admire. I am happy to witness the launch of a career that is going to amaze you when we get into it. But first, let me introduce you to native Knoxvilleian, Nicole Banks Long, mm-hmm. now living in, tell me where you are again. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minneapolis, Minneapolis, <laughs> Minnesota, all the way from Knoxville, Tennessee. So, Nicole, welcome to Talking With T. Thank you, Tanisha. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and so before we actually get started into discussing your music and what you have going on, tell the listeners a little bit about you, because I want them to get to know you as the person before we talk about you as the artist. Okay, okay. Well, first, let me start by saying I am incredibly excited for you and your show. I was listening to the podcast. And as I was listening, I'm thinking, okay, that voice, that rundown, and it is like on the facts of this. And I'm just so excited and proud of you. You are doing it, lady, doing it. I well, love what you are doing. I appreciate that. You know, I've always loved to talk and finally <laughs> figured out what to do with that gift. Some people didn't call it a gift, I'm sure, former teachers and parents and, and such. But I enjoy this, and in particularly having conversations with so many interesting and amazing people. And now, of course, adding to that list is you. And so we're going to turn, we're going to redirect our conversation back to our feature of today, which is you. And so tell us a little bit about your journey from Knoxville to Minnesota and Mm -hmm. what you got going on there. All that good stuff. So, well, uh, as you said, I am, uh, I'm Knoxville born and raised. So singing, that part of my life, uh, started when I was actually a, a small child in church. So shout out to Logan Temple AME Zion Church. Yeah, um, yeah. Absolutely. And then, uh, through the years of school, I mean, went to Green School and then I diverted a little bit and went to Tyson. I didn't go to Vine. Um, okay. And then I came back and went to AE. And so. Big B. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in there. <laughs> so in that, uh, in that experience, uh, Miss Lillian Coleman, who is forever near and dear to my heart, and you mm. know what I mean. Um, yes, I do. 
she is the person who took this very shy girl and said, uh, uh, step out and I want you to sing this song. And I remember, remember thinking, looking at her thinking, I would like to kill you right now. Please don't let me do this. <laughs> and, and she did. And she did it over and over and over again. Um, to the point that I finally got to where, Hey, I, I actually might be able to do this. <laughs> so. So thank goodness for Miss Coleman and her her love and her encouragement because that would then turn into um, bands that I would play with. Um, and let's see, I went from Nashville to Atlanta and then ultimately to Minneapolis, but not for singing actually. I mean, this was all work related. Um, sure. Because here's the here's the rest of the truth in that. In every bit of the work that I did in singing over the last. <clears throat> X number of years. <laughs> right. There X, number. <laughs> X number. <laughs> Plenty of uh, failed launches, you know, things that should have, would have, could have, and they just didn't. Um, and like with anybody else, you know, at least I sat there with a college degree going, now what do I do? And with right. with that, I was able to find my way uh, into corporate, and what I did I mean, the reality is the bills don't pay themselves. Um, I was a married woman at that point. We had our son, Stanley Jr. Um, so thank goodness for corporate to be able to create that. Stan and I financially figuring it out. So um, singing has not always been my mainstay, but what it has been is the thing that I could never, ever truly walk away from. And every time I did, something else would come along and say, try this, do this, try this, do this. Um, and ultimately, I mean, that, that gets us to the album. Um, there are some musical theater things that were in that try this, do this, try this, do this. It's like God talking to me, you know, and I don't even know he's talking to me. Um, but the musical theater things led me from this thing to that thing. And now ultimately this album um and i could not be more excited to finally finally have my own jazz album so that's so it. here we are here we are yeah. to the music yeah. and in the middle of working in corporate having mm -hmm. a family husband son and you know we as women you know it just comes with the territory we do what mm -hmm. we do mm -hmm. but in the midst of that you held on to your passion and your talent, and you may have taken breaks, but you didn't give up. And what you may have considered a failed launch, I'd like to consider a lesson launch, because we try things, and it takes courage to keep trying, so even true. when something doesn't turn out the way we wanted or the way we thought it was. And I like to believe God's timing is perfect, and if perfection is the result of all the trials, then hey. Let that be what it is because, listeners, let me tell you something. I had the distinguished opportunity to listen to a song. You get ready to hear it in a little bit. And actually, the CD is going to be released late September, and I'm going to share that information with you. But I absolutely, and y'all know I keep it real. I tell you that all the time. I love, love, love this music. If you are a jazz fan, you're going to love it. If you're an R&B fan, you're going to love it. Um, the tone, the quality, all of that, the character of the song, the creativity of the remix, I'm telling you, y'all. Well, y'all don't hear it in a minute, but Nicole, 
<laughs> how did you come up with such a masterful way to produce this album? Oh, lady, what a question. So I talked <laughs> a little bit. Oh, my God. So I talked a, a, a little bit about the musical theater thing. And mm-hmm. there's a show that I did four years ago. Um, and the musical director and pianist for that show, um, his name is Tyrone Jackson. And the show was uh, Native Guard. Uh, we did it at the Alliance Theater. It's an adaptation of the Pulitzer Prize-winning book of poetry, Native Guard, written by Natasha Trethway. Shout out to my beloved Natasha, um, who was also U.S. Poet Laureate. Yes, she was. Um, oh, what? What? But, okay. what, what? Right. So that show that we adapted to stage was so well-received, people asked for it a second time. Now, why does that matter? Because Tyrone and I, four years ago, there's just the two of us. There's a It's a four-person show. There's the person who okay. plays the poet. There's the guard. There's the singer, which is me, and then there's the piano player. So he and I got a lot of playtime, um, and it got to a point with the show that they asked us to do a half-hour jazz set before the show started. People started mm. coming just to see the jazz set. So mm. since we loved doing that so much, we kept saying, okay, we'll do something. We didn't do it. Remember I said four years ago? Four years ago. Now here at the top of this year, we were commissioned to do the show again, back at the Alliance. And this time, I had a song idea, a song that I had written, um, inspired by the show, actually, and I write all the time, but that one was inspired by the show. Shared it with him, and he literally was like, okay, wait, wait, we got to stop playing around for real. We need to do something. That turned into him introducing me to his business partner, whose name is EC, EC3. So Tyrone Jackson and EC3 together decided that, okay, the voice is the voice, but people don't know you, and you need to be able to find an access point for people. And the best way to do that is to choose songs that people already knew or know and love. So Mm -hmm. we took a good chunk of time just to comb through different song ideas and, and believe you me, and there's a lot of stuff that I said, no, 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 because it needed to be able to fit my paradigm, right? I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm a, you know, I'm a grown person. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. You have to protect your image, right? And be so true that, to that. Yeah, I got it. Exactly. And and there are so many people like me, right? So if if I'm well, I don't know about, about that it, now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are, Miss Tanisha. I'm looking right well. back at you. <laughs> So, okay, yeah. y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all heard her say that. That you after you hear her song and see and see the cover. I, I won't see if you all agree with me or her. But go okay, ahead. Okay, it's a bit. It's Carry on. <laughs> so in that, when we picked them, you know they they felt right. They felt real. And Tyrone, who the, the arrangement coming out of him, mm. I love them. I actually think what he did is just what you said, masterful. Um, mm-hmm. He himself is a jazz artist, has multiple albums. Um, I think he's produced at least four on his own. Uh, well, I might have to call Tyrone. You, I think you do. I think you need to have <laughs> okay. him on the show because he is awesome. Okay, uh, and okay. EC is also a jazz drummer. He, too, has uh-huh. multiple jazz al- albums. These guys are no joke. So for them because- to put aside, you know, even the – the crazy wonderful that they do for themselves and then to lock that in and put it into the arrangements for me 
I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's what that is. That is just a blessing of two very incredible musicians come together with me and saying, okay, let's let's make something. It was, it's just awesome. They did a great job. Great job. Well, okay. So this looks like, oh, my goodness, this looks like the launching point of what I pray and hope to be a long, successful career of you blessing people with your music and your talent. Um, I I just have to believe the time is right, you know. Mm, And what's next? I mean, so now what are we going to do? Yes, so now we got to get to work, right? So now that there is product, people would always come up to me after these shows and they say, where can we find you? Where can we hear you? And I was, I'm uh, here tomorrow night, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Would not have right. an answer. So now that we've got product, um, or now that I have product, um, mm-hmm. the first show is the same day that the CD uh, releases worldwide uh, on nine twenty two, as you mentioned. So September the twenty second. Right. Um, right. I have my order in now, y'all. Yes, Hell yeah. <laughs> yes, Mama. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when it releases, it'll go out on iTunes and and everywhere. But at that concert. Um, the next is to be able to definitively say whether we'll do the next show in Minneapolis because there are people here that know, you know, that know that I sing. Um, and then I need to get back home. I need to be able to do a show in Knoxville. So it is a matter of getting that schedule together so I can get uh, show dates because, you know, the reality is that the people are not necessarily all going to come to the music. i got to take it to them. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what's uh that's what's on the initial part of this radar is to get through that release concert, which I'm so excited about in Atlanta. Please, please, please. I have a few tickets left and that's no joke. I literally have <laughs> about 40 tickets left. It is, right. Yeah, literally. Um, but uh, that show and then after that show, figuring out the, the time frame. For what's the, the date show. of that show? It is September the 22nd. So um, it's on the same Atlanta. date as the release. It's the release. Exactly. Because I had talked to some friends about us trying to come down, so we need to get a jump on our tickets. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do that. Do that. Would love to have you there. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Please. And we're going to talk. I I might have some ideas for a show here. So I don't want the schedule to get too full because I know it's going to be. We already claimed that, and I I feel that that's getting ready to happen. So we're going to talk. I think I have an idea for a show here and I'm you know I'm just I know it's crazy and so I'm just so blessed for number one that you know we've known each other a long time but long time life interrupts you know sometimes but I'm so happy that we've reconnected and that you took some time out of your schedule to talk with me share your gifts with me the listeners and everybody else who is going to I'm telling y'all Y'all just wait and see here in a minute. Just mm-hmm. wait and see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, it is my um, my absolute pleasure to be with you. I, I I have to say that before we go because you, lady, are doing it. When I think about what it means, uh, Renaissance, to be able <laughs> to do multiple things at once and to do them with a level of proficiency that is um, just about unheard of. Uh, Tanisha, you have always fit that bill. I mean, I, you have always fit that bill. You have always walked right up to the plate of whatever it was that needed to get done and not only do it, 
but hit the ball out the park. So I'm so proud of you. So proud of you. So thank you for even having me. I'm grateful to be here. I might be too dark to blush, but I am <laughs> definitely, I am definitely beaming. Oh, and so, Lord. hey. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> All right, listeners, don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while after we hear Miss Nicole Banks-Long and her remake of Al Jarreau's hit, Tell Me What I Gotta Do.
time to review our trending news and hot topics. It's never a question as to if President Trump will hit the news. The question is, what has he done now? In fact, that could be a new segment. So for today's What Has He Done Now? Trump has decided to cancel pay raises for federal employees. After heavy criticism, he now says he will take a good hard look at his decision. This past Thursday, he said that across the board pay raises, as well as locality pay raises for civilian federal workers scheduled to go into effect January of 2019 would be frozen. African-American Andrew Gillum won the Democratic primary for Florida in a shocking upset and raised a stunning $1 million in just 24 hours after his nomination and making the possibility of Florida having its first black mayor in reach. This is tainted with a racist pre-recorded robocall that went out to Florida residents by a white supremacist podcast titled The Road to Power. Gillum's campaign communications director says the robocall is reprehensible and could only have come from someone with intentions to fuel hatred and seek publicity. Sadly, missing 20-year-old college student Molly Tibbetts' body was discovered last month, and since that time, the suspect in her murder was identified as an undocumented immigrant. I'm bringing it up today because her father does not want her death used to promote racist views. He says, don't exploit my daughter's death to promote a racist agenda. He believes that politicians are using her death to make a political argument and have ignored the family's request, as Tibbet wrote that they have instead chosen to callously distort and corrupt Molly's tragic death to advance a cause she vehemently opposed. 15 inmates died within the Mississippi Department of Corrections in August, and the department is asking the FBI to help investigate their deaths. That's 15 deaths while in custody. Although it is believed that most of the deaths are from natural causes such as heart disease or cancer, the Department of Corrections is seeking an external investigation in the interest of transparency. Former police officer Roy Oliver was finally convicted in the murder of 15-year-old Jordan Edwards. A Texas jury sentenced Oliver to 15 years in prison for shooting the unarmed black teenager who was in a car after leaving a house party. Although there is some level of satisfaction that Oliver was found guilty, the family and many others feel the sentence was too lenient. The attorney for the Edwards said that the sentence should have been longer, but still sends a message. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're tuned in to Talking With T. All right. So P.I. Pam is in the house today. And first, I want to say happy birthday to our top investigator, most often instigator, who has celebrated her born day on September 2nd. So, Pam, what'd you do for your birthday? I heard you went to Key Sweat. How was that? Yes, I went to Key Sweat. I was at the whole Sweat Hotel um, because it was, it was hot up in Cotton Eye Joe's. Now, is that uh, what it was? Yeah, it was at Cotton Eye Joe's. They had to change oh. the venue because of the amount of tickets that were sold. Oh, um, okay. And I've never frequented Cotton Eye Joe's before because it's a country western club. But right. was shocked when they played the national anthem. And they okay. advised everyone to stand up. You know, I've never been before. I didn't know that they do this. 
every time they have something. They do it every night at 9 o'clock on the dot. They've been doing oh, it for okay. years. It's they, a tradition there. Yes, yeah, a tradition there. So they wasn't okay. going to change it because it was um, darker complexion people there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's part of that thing. I'm pretty sure the people that promoted it knew this. From what he um, told me, he said that he knew this. They do it every night at 9 o'clock. But what I didn't understand was them going around with the flashlight asking people to stand up. Um, stand up for You know, some people even said that they told them to stand up or leave or whatever. But really? in, our station, in our station, what VIP was, they didn't stand. People got on their knees. People put up the the tower <laughs> uh, to the people sign. And they um, they never came over there and, and said anything to any of us, though, but the people out in the audience said they was going around with the flashlight, and I did see them telling people to get up and um, get up, stand up or leave, which was, you know, you can't instruct people to stand up for the national anthem. I know this is part of your um, tradition at that club, um, so maybe we need to think about, you know, having things there to tell the truth, because you can't make people stand up. You can't make anybody do anything they don't want to do, and then to tell people they need to leave if they pay their good money to get there was not right either. But it turned out turned out great because I mean it was a great show. I'm glad it didn't go well, left because it probably could have. Uh-huh. You're right. Well listen, so the whole standing versus kneeling um is continuing to be a part of a national debate. But what I wonder is number one, that is a private property. So I don't know what you're able to do in a private establishment versus that. You know, if I have certain rules as far as my own place or my own house, do I have the right to ask you to leave if you don't abide by those rules? That's something I'm going to need you to investigate so we're going to know moving forward that we need to announce prior to the show if somebody's going to ask us to do something or they have some type of mandate that we might not be comfortable with. Yeah, I can sure check that because a lot of people did not know that they did this at 9 o'clock. I didn't know. I didn't know. I've never been to Cotton Eye Joe's. I might have been past it, but I don't think I've ever been inside, and I sure wouldn't know any traditions that they had. Right. So come to find out after I've done research and talked to people, talked to the promoter and talked to some people there, they said they do it at every – every time they open, they do it at 9 o'clock, just like clockwork. 9 o'clock, they play the national anthem and – most of the people stand up. Most of the people did stand up. Uh-huh. Um, so that was, you know, that's at their discretion. And some of the people that didn't, they did go around with the light and, and instruct them to. And uh, uh-huh. they they didn't make them. It's not like they just grabbed them and made them do it. But, right. Yeah, so like you said, it's a private property. So you have to, you know, it'd been nice to well, know. Well, maybe we just go at 915. Maybe they yeah, should have put that on the poster. 915, right. right. That's a good <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, before we go, because uh, we're going to have a short segment today for our Labor Day edition, but I know we got to talk a little bit about the passing of the Queen of Soul, Miss Aretha. And we've discussed her passing, but this past week they had the funeral, and I wasn't able to personally attend. But it seemed to be quite the production. There were dozens of pink Cadillacs in the funeral procession. I know there were speakers, performers. It was laced with a little drama, some politics. I saw Maxine Waters here and gave the Wakanda Forever salute. My girl Fantasia, you know, she did her thing. You know, yes. Reverend Sharpton, I don't know if you saw that part, but he had quite the words for Donald Trump. But what was your take on all of this? I know I've been catching the bits and pieces here and there, 
But I just want to give you the chance to get it all out your system. I think, I mean, it was a wonderful service, but when they said, well, I said, when they put the line up of who I was going to be performing, I knew uh-huh. it was going to be Luke. And anyone How long was went, it? They said it was supposed to start at 9. It probably started about 10-ish, 9, 10, 9 in the morning. What? Okay, 10 in all right. the morning. But uh-huh. um, I had to work that day, but I was going back and forth. You know, for my breaks and my lunch break, I got off early with my, my mom. I was by my mother's house four or five times throughout the day, and she was still watching it. Oh. So let's just say it it was supposed to be from 9 to 3. It probably didn't end. No, that's till. already long. That's too, well, it's not me. Never mind. Go ahead. Carry on. Yeah, that's, that's already long. Mm-hmm. But it was 6 to 7 ish, maybe oh, later. By the time everybody got up, first of all, you can't have people like Jennifer Hudson, uh, Fantasia, and Shirley Caesar on there, and you give them three minutes to do anything. No. Right. Right. That's not going to happen. And then they had, right. you know, people speaking on top of that. Um, now, that, I did have some issues with Jasper Williams talking. He was talking about um, about single mothers not being able to to raise a son. He threw that in part of his um when he was talking, and hmm. I started thinking, you know, the 44th president of the United States, he was raised by a single mother, wasn't he? I mean. Yeah, yeah. I don't think nobody told him that, but he just came, it's like he came against uh, single mothers and things like that. Not sure what they had to do, you with know, I guess he was just thinking, yeah, with the passing, you know, but. and then Was she a single Ariana, mother? Yeah, she was a single single mother only because. That you know she had a child at twelve, which it um, has been speculated that it was her father's. Uh, no, that that that's what they that's what they said. So hmm. she had two by fifteen, but she was a single mother. But but you know he was she just trying two to two kids like, by the age of fifteen. Two kids by the age of fifteen. Okay, all right. Yeah, he was yeah. trying. It seems like he was trying to put down single mother, trying to throw little slick things. But he has to remember that majority of the uh, single mothers are in his congregation, which are basically, you know, given to to his lifestyle that he lives. I've never been a fan of his, but anyways, that's okay. That's not what we're talking about. But yes, as far as the whole service, it was it was nice. It was a little long. You know, Aretha had to go out in true fashion the first day of viewing. She had on her red, you know, for her sorority death of stigma state. Wait, wait, Delta Sigma State. I know it's hard to say it. <laughs> <laughs> so my Delta sisters, we mean no offense. Delta, we know it was just all wrong. Delta Sigma State, I can't get it. Yes. There we go. Talking to AKA over here, that's what it was. But yeah, she had on the red and she had these red pumps that were sitting under her feet elegantly. Not the foot wasn't in there. And then the next day she had on. Wait, pause. Wait a minute. You said she had on some red pumps, but her feet weren't in them. Yeah, the feet were sitting on top of them, I guess. Um, (laughs) Stop, pal. We're not. We're not going to do this. It's too soon. And then the next day she had on a blue chiffon outfit with Uh a blue pump. This is day two. That's day two. Okay. And day three. Um, of the actual funeral, she had on the gold with the gold um, pumps. Um, so she went out just like the diva that she was. But I know 
Jesus was probably sitting at the sitting at the gates like, she ain't got here yet. I mean, <laughs> I cannot with you, Pam. I can't. You know what? That's gonna be it for this bit. Cause I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know, oh. he'll be back and he's gonna say it. All right, now. We discuss many topics on Talking With T, and if you would like to share your thoughts and opinions, call 865-409-1170. We would love to hear from you. Your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. We still want to celebrate T's top teens and hometown heroes. So if you would like to make a nomination, visit www.talkingwithtea.com. I also want to continue to spotlight local arising artists. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With Tea, we would love to help you promote your business or event. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwithtea.com. You can find the links to many of the stories we share and discuss on the website. Also remember, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I want to thank everyone who sends us stories and engages with us on social media. Remember, you can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. New shows will continue to drop each and every Monday. However you choose to listen to the show, please remember to leave your reviews and comments. In the meantime, and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. There are two great days in a person's life, the day we are born and the day we find out why. William Barclay. Remember where you heard the word and keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.